August 20 Sporting Question. I'm Graham Bell, and it's an exciting week for us all here as the rights for the show are now out to tender, with companies fighting tooth and nail to bring ASQ to their airwaves. And we've got a double header just to prove that we can do it. On Saturday, there'll be a Valentine's Day special of the show, mainly so I don't have to spend it alone and instead can listen to my voice and soothe the pain of what is normally a terrible day for me. Joining me in the studio today is a man who has only ever lost one love in his life, and that was his football club, but still, he won't have to spend his Valentine's Day crying like I will. Matthew Burrell, how are we? It's good to be back, Graham. Indeed it is. It's pleasant to have you back. It's been quite a while, really, hasn't it? It seems like ages, but... (laughs) It does indeed. Well, do you know what the good news is today? For all the viewers back home as well, we've got a scoring system in place. At the end of every question today, you're going to hear one of three sounds, and that tells you how many points we've got. So if we think it's a one-point answer, you'll hear this. If you think it's a two-point answer, you'll hear this. And if you think it's a three-point hero... That's going to be my sound for most of the day. I really wouldn't get too excited. Oh, I know. It's terrible. It's a fantastic system, though. I love it. And we'll get better as time develops, hopefully. <laughs> anyway, the week has seen two major departures in football as both Luis Philippe Scolari and Tony Adams got booted out of their respective clubs. But which side, Matthew, will be feeling the pressure more? Well, I think they've both gone a big, long list of terrible sackings that have happened this season. I think Scolari one is the worst one because... You can't appoint someone with his reputation and not give him a chance in the game, and he hasn't been given that chance. At the end of the day, both are bad seconds. The Adams one was never going to work. As a Saints fan, I've seen this sort of appointment and this sort of event happen many, many times before. And the Scolari one's more of a shock and probably the worst one in my book. More worrying for me, actually, is Tony Adams, and it's because it's a trend that's continuing. I'm not saying that the guy's a decent manager after all. He struggled at Wickham, but he is supposed to lead a golden generation of young football manager. But look who's been sacked or has left or will be sacked by the end of this year. Adams, Ince, Keane, Hughes, Southgate. Five guys who all played in the Premier League when it started and who are supposed to lead a young generation of managers forward. And instead, I've got a fear that owners will be looking at foreign managers rather than going with British talent. I think the biggest thing is they're so scared of what might happen. All these managers are so scared of what might happen. No, it's terrible. I do feel sorry for anybody and going into the And actually manag- quick. Don't. But anyhow, Chelsea did act quick by bringing in Gus Hiddink to take charge of the side until the end of the season, at least. Is this a wise appointment? I think pretty much everybody called this one happening, considering our brand's linked to the Russian FA. But they've made the same mistake again by bringing in an international manager to look after a club side. Okay, Hiddink did it before when he was at PSV in Australia, but that's a completely kettle of fish. Australia play about one decent game a year. It's a challenge for them to adjust. Look at Sven at Man City. And if they were really wanting this sort of selection, there was only one man they could have gone for, Kevin Keegan. He did it at Fulham and he did it at England. I don't believe this is the full-time manager we're looking at Chelsea, though. The full-time manager is still in Italy. You've just knocked a couple of points off there for mentioning Kevin Keegan yeah. as the next manager. I think it's an interesting point you make about international managers and club managers. It's a very different world. People always, My best example would be people think Redknapp should be the England manager. I think he'd be a terrible England manager because it's one thing bringing in somebody as a good club manager to being the best out of poor players, but bringing out, bringing out the best in good players is a totally different kettle of fish altogether. And I think that Hiddink will be okay to the end of the season, but I don't think it will be particularly spectacular. Well, we can look internationally now. We've been talking about international managers. As England made their return to Spain last night with the three Lions going down two goals to nil. So, Matt, why was there pain in Spain for Capello's boys? Well, it's, it's a tough match at the end of the day. Spain away is never going to be easy. They're the European champions. They're a good side. And it's, it's always going to be tricky. It's hard to recreate club form in an international like environment and with the substitutions that happen with the kind of the poor preparation really you don't have much time to get ready for the game and to get into the game it's a lot of traveling 
it's not a great shot that they lost. No, it really isn't for me. I mean, I have to say, when Capello completed his fifth victory in charge, he said, don't get all happy about this. We've still got a long way to go to get this team better. And even though it's a friendly, and it is, as you say, it is a friendly, they've still got a lot of stuff to build upon. I mean, Phil Jagielka has commanded Fernando Torres all season long in an Everton shirt. Yeah, he put on the three lines last night and he looked very weak up against Torres. I think there is a very big confidence issue in this side. There are players who've got to put away what's going on at their clubs into the back corner and just get on with what else is going on when they put a three line shirt in. I think it's almost impossible to draw any conclusions from this match. Anyhow, a former international manager has been linked with making a return to these shores as Sven-Goran Eriksson could be appointed as manager of Portsmouth. How do you think he will do at Fratton Park? Terrible. Quite simply, I think he'll do absolutely terrible, and that's not for any fault of his own, actually. Adams has said he would have walked away at Christmas because he was told that despite all their sales like DR and Defoe, he was only going to get £2 million to spend, OK? And as a result, this side looks very sluggish, and it's going to be a challenge to get them before. I still can't understand, actually, on this point, why you would sack a manager after the window is shut, just a couple of days. I mean, give the managers two days before the window shuts to think, what do they want to improve? And instead... Sven has been left with a heavily drunk girl that is Portsmouth Football Club right now. Well, that's two points. I think it's, a, I wouldn't say terrible. I think you've been a bit dramatic by saying terrible. It's hard to, if you've got someone like Sven Goran Eriksson coming in as a manager, he's never going to do a terrible job. He's a good manager. You don't manage England if you're not a good manager. But he's not a very appropriate person. He's, if, as somebody going into a relegation dogfight like Portsmouth are, he's not the man I want in charge. I want somebody with a bit of British, a bit of passion. Think of someone like, Perhaps someone like Harry Redknapp at Tottenham. He's the sort of guy that can get a team fighting. Didn't Saints, but he can get some most teams fighting. And with with Sven, he's he's going to be okay. I think if they survive this year, he'll be very good. But perhaps not for this season. You're getting your three points mentioning. I think you're right. They need a British manager there to keep them out of this relegation. Anyway, the big news from across the pond this week is that A-Rod has admitted taking performance-enhancing drugs in 2003. He claimed he was being young and naive and struggled to keep up with performing day after day at the highest possible level. So, Matt, is this a big shock to the world of baseball? I don't think it's a big shock. I would fully expect that many people in baseball knew this already. It's just they like to keep it quiet because it's not good news and bad news is always tried to be hidden in a sport. I think young and naive, I've got no sympathy for the man. If you're taking recreational drugs, if you're taking other drugs perhaps even, it's kind of, you can kind of have a little bit of sympathy that you might have been hooked on them or stuff like this. But with performance enhancing drugs, you know what you're doing, you know what's happening. If you take these drugs, you're causing your own downfall. And I've got no sympathy with him and I think... It's massive, actually, for America. I mean, when Barry Bonds beat Hank Aaron's record for the most number of home runs, the country wasn't too pleased. And now we've got Barry Bonds in trials being accused of lying about not taking sterols. And forever he's going to be tainted with a star next to his name as the guy who beat the record, but no one's sure if it was drugs or clean. Now, A-Rob was the one person they hoped would grab the record and be the clean superstar to be breeding baseball up. Instead, he's going to be nothing but A-Fraud at the moment. And baseball is now in the pits over this, and it's going to take a long time for them to climb out the gutter and get back to where it is a very good sport. OK, and finally, the FA Cup fifth round action is this weekend. And rather than usual game of the round, which we do every <laughs> single week, let's be the first sports show to ask this question. And who is going to go on and win it? I think you've got to look at the top four. And it's sad to say, I don't think we're going to see another Cardiff City Pompey final like we did last year or anything like that. Don't be surprised if Chelsea under Hinnick, who was a very good cup specialist in Spain and a very good one in Holland, go on to live it. But I think it's going to be United very comfortably. They're very much in form at the moment. They've got some top players. And Fergie wants to win the FA Cup, I think, a few more times before he does call it a day and retire from this team. 
What I'd say about the FA Cup, and I mentioned this about the Premier League and who's going to win the league and all of these sort of things and relegation battles, is momentum. You cannot underestimate the power of the momentum coming towards the end of the season. And if you look at the league at the moment, look at the teams with the momentum which is taking them forward. Look at Man United as the obvious example. They've got good run of form. They're not conceding goals. They're scoring goals. They go in the right direction. Perhaps someone outside the box would be West Ham to go on and do quite well, as they're also having a good run of form. And if they can maintain that towards the end of the season, they could well go on and win it. Indeed, right. Well, I quite agree with you. I think United are going to do it, but there's a good shout there in West Ham United. I just don't think it's going to be anybody else. Anyway, we're at the end of today's ASQ, and the new scoring system, if you're keeping count at home, would show that I scored 12, but today's winner is a man who will be enjoying his Saturday. Matthew, congratulations on your victory. Well I, wanted, done, mate. I wanted to make you win, so brought some happiness into your life. But uh, no, I've got no happiness in my life at the moment. It's all loneliness and sad, sadness. Sad music, perhaps, would be your theme. Yeah, probably. We might have to change it next week. <laughs> so that's it for another edition of Any Sporting Question. Join me again next Tuesday when the small man of sport, Jake Atkinson, makes his return to the show. Just watch the ratings plummet now, Matt. Okay, <laughs> and don't forget also to tune in on Saturday for the Valentine's Day special. But until then, take care of yourself. Goodbye.